0: Let me ask you something mr mel
1: Are you sorry he's dead
2: Yeah I liked fucking him
0: Hello and welcome to a special edition of the podcast off season edition where we're going to review erotic films <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host Connor and I'm here with Adrian Hello Sonia. hello and Sean how's it going (laughs) and the film we're going to be looking at today is 1992's basic instinct which is probably uh, the most famous erotic thriller I would say I think
3: Um, well no Fifty Shades of Grey now probably is more famous Mm. just Mm. to clarify we don't really know why we picked this is that correct Uh, like was this pulled out of thin air
4: it was probably the highest grossing Oh, it was huge! It was, it was a huge hit. Two or three hundred million. No, it was three. It's like three fifty million. Yeah, box office, like which yeah. is nuts. Okay. So, did it do it because it was a great movie, or I think oh, did other movies like Fatal Attraction kind of like set the tone? Mm. Did it come out at the right yeah. time?
0: Well, these kind of movies, erotic thrillers, they had their high high point in like the eighties and early nineties, and then they disappeared. And I think that happened because of the internet with pornography. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you yeah. didn't need to go to the cinema to see someone's ankles, you know, to get, you mm. know,
3: excited. Yeah. Because, no, like, like I did, starting this, I didn't really realize that it was just softcore porn. Oh, yeah. I yeah. did not know that. A lot, yeah. I actually got it's, this mixed up with uh, Species. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, which is like an alien comes down and starts riding men and kills them. <laughs> Yeah. So, we were all... It's, it's, it's not that far
0: off, because all these movies are just about women who ride men and kill them yeah. half the time. But halfway so, through I was
3: like, where's the fucking aliens? Like...
2: Yeah, it was the same. You said the same thing so, to me, so halfway you, through I kind of looked at and I was like... You Whoa. watched
4: half the movie and you were still <laughs> expecting <Not quite>. aliens. <laughs> I
3: figured out pretty quick, but like yeah. I had told Sonya to expect aliens and there weren't But... Mm.
4: Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the movie, let's get some backstory on the movie, I guess In 1992, by the way, this is, was made at the height of the AIDS epidemic when uh, <laughs> right. right in California, in San Francisco Where it was like, having sex was super scary to people And I think that plays into the movie a lot In that sex is kind of scary for people And in a lot of erotic thrillers, I think Sex is presented as being dangerous mm. And, you know, something to be afraid of And like, mm. oh... They're having sex. Watch out. I think that has a lot to do with the AIDS epidemic at the time. Mm. That's just yeah. my own personal
3: theory. Well, it still is. You still got to wrap up. Okay, we're not promoting uh, well, dangerous on. sex here. <laughs> I never said. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful these days, kind Fine.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think the. I think it is definitely a dangerous thing that they're, they're. But I think more so, it's probably a weakness that they're exploiting, like the. The human instinct To Of weakness That sex is such a weakness To some people Oh yeah Well I think
0: Throughout the 90s Yes there we go See he's paying attention But throughout the 90s (laughs) I grew up watching movies Where a lot of time uh, Like GoldenEye or something Where the woman Who aggressively Has sex with someone Kills them Like in GoldenEye Where she kills them By having sex with them
4: Well I think uh, Like a powerful woman Was dangerous In these movies Mm -hmm. Because Up until then Women would be like typecast as whatever you have the leading man and then he would set the tone and a woman is blah 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 but then once a powerful woman like your one in goldeneye with the
3: legs the legs kills your man
4: like wow that just 100%
0: that'd be spooked alright anyway (laughs) this movie was directed by Paul Verhoeven who many people you've probably seen his movies even if you don't know his name he directed like um, Total Recall and Starship Troopers and Hollow Man, I don't know, did anyone see Hollow Man? Yeah, yes. Yes. yeah, yeah. Mm. Which is a bit, it's a bit kind of like basic instinct, a lot of sex and, you know, yeah. taboo kind of stuff. He, like, I mean, there's rape in it. I mean, I'm noticing yeah. a pattern in some it's, of those movies.
3: That, that movie always made me think of, you know when you ask someone their, what superpower they'd love? And they're like, mm. I'd love to be invisible. And you're like, Oh, you're a weirdo! <laughs> because you know why they want to be invisible. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. all I think of. That's true. <laughs> or
0: people who say they they wish they could stop time. I'm like, mm, I know
4: what you're up to. <laughs> I know what you're up <laughs> to. Like. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would like actually. What stop time? Did what
2: you... would be the first? Well, thing I you I watch. Do
4: you remember Bernard's watch
1: him. when we were younger?
4: No. Bernard is a fucking perv. Yeah. The first thing I do. Well, I try and get loads of money first of all because you don't know how long the is going to last, and you want a bit of bank. Yeah.
3: What's so the I would. Second uh, thing you'd
4: do. I don't, I don't know uh, if this is a PG
2: program or not. So no. let's. No, At this, let's it's an R-rated
4: movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: So answer the question, man. I
4: haven't. I haven't thought about it. I don't go to bed thinking about what I do all these. Okay. Little,
3: no, we want an answer by the end of the podcast.
4: <laughs> I take a load of money and then I just live whatever you know what would be great about it you know the way like you know you, you want to say kind of like, chat up line to a girl and blah 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 but you always you, you nine times out of ten you don't do it mm. and it would be really cool to like chance it and then if it didn't work rewind time, go back time. and go and try a different line or rewind time and just walk away yeah you know okay I suppose the thrill is that you don't <laughs> have that option. That's what makes that's it all good. So, that's the excitement, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's a big part of this movie is the thrill of someone who doesn't even need you, or someone who's too good for you. Because, okay, we'll get into it through the movie. Okay. Mm. But this guy, the main character, has a woman throwing himself herself at him, mm-hmm. and he's no interest, and he's only interested in the one who's superior, and who's like, <laughs> whatever, man. You know. Anyway. Yeah. anyway Paul Verhoeven directed it. He worked with Sharon Stone previously on Total Recall. That's how she got the job. Cinematographer was Jan de Bont, who went on to do Speed, if anyone saw Speed. He had a decent career on his own. But most interesting, I think, is that the writer Mm. was Joe Esterhass, who specialised in these kind of movies, these sexy movies, during his time. And this was a period in Hollywood, which was very unique because it was like an area, an era of the spec script. Do you know what a spec script is? No. No. It's no. someone who writes a script and they haven't been commissioned to do it. They just write it on their own and they sell it or they auction it. Okay. So like no one tells them to do it. And like before, that didn't happen. Hollywood didn't do that. You were commissioned. You were brought up to do whatever. Uh, producer gets a book, says write me the screenplay of this book. They do it and they get the fee they get like a hundred grand maybe that's a good price but then in like late 80s early 90s people like him started doing spec scripts and selling them for millions and millions and millions and up to this point when he sold basic instinct joe Esther has he sold it for three million dollars which was the highest fee ever paid for a screenplay at the time like no one told him to write this he just was like i'm gonna write this he wrote this on a 10 day binge listening to the rolling stones he just wrote this off his face, like let it like, go. Yeah, nice. and sold it. And in another instance, he actually, most famously, he wrote four pages and sold them for four million. He just wrote an outline for a movie and sold it. It was like writing a story on a napkin. What movie? Sold, did that it was called One Night Stand, and it was eventually produced, but uh <laughs> he wasn't successful. But he made money anyway. This guy's a bit of a legend for writing these sexy kind of thrillers. In fact, if we if we do more of these, we're gonna see his name pop up more and more and more, mm. because this is his genre. Like he wrote these kind of movies and made bank off them. I mean, okay. more power to him. Bit of a creep, I think. Really, if Definitely. you're making, if Absolutely. you're doing
4: this all the time, hey, well, you creep know. or is he just? doing things are saying things that we all want to say but none of us say. He
0: went on to work with Paul Verhoeven again on Showgirls which I think brought an end to these movies because that was such a huge flop, it was a disaster. Mm. We should review Showgirls in the future maybe because that is like a terrible movie. It's like high on the list of like worst movies ever made. I like it. I think it's actually okay. I've never even heard of it. I've never heard of it. You wouldn't have because it was famously bad. I've heard of it for being bad yeah the curly haired one from um saved by the bell was in it
3: i have heard of it yeah
0: from yeah. screech oh <laughs> no the woman no, anyway i remember her
1: jesse yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah yeah
0: anyway total disaster i think it's actually okay okay we'll get to that anyway you know maybe in the future but joe esther has to. we have to keep that guy in mind if we ever do it again makes a lot of money on these anyway mm. so the film opens and it opens with kind of blurry footage of people having sex. And I just was just thinking, back in 1992, when you didn't have access to pornography or whatever, this must have set people off. They yeah. must have been like, oh, wow. We're watching it
3: now today, it's just like
1: <laughs> Even yeah. then, it's,
3: it's, a, it's a fair hook. Because the, a... like, credit, the opening credits are mm. crap. There's oh, it, it goes like, on. It's nothing just nothing blurry footage of people for a having long sex. long time, yeah. yeah.
4: But it, it has a little bit of a nostalgic feeling to it When it leads into the scene
0: Yeah Did you notice the opening logo Carol Coe The logo No Because you'd see that on like A lot of 80s movies Like The Terminator Generally oh, no, when, I wouldn't have Generally when you out. saw that logo it meant you were in for a good movie oh, Is God. that the
3: one with the horse? Or no it? it's like a big C
0: Like a colourful oh. Like zzzz, C Anyway hmm. So the movie opens And it's a mirror It fades in on like a mirror On the ceiling and that's super 90s as well, I think. People having sex with a mirror on the ceiling. Pretty yeah. cool.
4: Mm. Pretty cool. <laughs> if you're into that, I guess. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, imagine like calling someone over now to install a mirror I know, on yeah. the ceiling and <laughs> trying to keep a straight face, but
0: yeah. I've never seen a mirror on the ceiling, but if I saw one, I'd just be like, these people are fucking weird. Yeah, for sure. So we get this big sex scene in the opening scene, and eventually the woman whose face we don't see who we don't know who it is mm-hmm. she ties up the man ties his hand to the fucking the bed with a scarf a little silk scarf or whatever mm-hmm. and then stabs the fucking shit out of him like fucking yeah, right in the eye like yeah. right yeah. in brutal actually it is really brutal like i was surprised at how brutal it, was. it holds up well it yeah, holds up really for sure. well yeah paul's like Ver-
4: boom you're in a movie yeah
0: <laughs> pa- Paul Verhoeven was known for like really violent stuff like that if anyone's ever seen Starship Troopers and stuff, you'll know. Oh, them. I love mm-hmm. Starship Yeah, troopers. good movie,
3: yeah. Brilliant. Yeah.
4: Mm.
2: yeah. No, haven't seen it.
3: Well,
4: it doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> That's next. Not the movie we're reviewing. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it, it's got what's her name in that that was married to Richard Jean.
3: Denise Richards. Oh, yeah. And she was in Wild Things.
0: She was, yeah. Anyway, movie opens, big brutal murder scene. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: We don't have time to go and say we you want The movie opens with a big brutal murder scene. I was hooked. I was like, okay, he got my attention. And then we get Michael Douglas showing up with, as the detective. Mm. He shows up at the crime scene. It's set in San Francisco. We get the big view of San Francisco. He shows up to the house. Uh, and Michael Douglas, you probably don't know, but Michael Douglas made his name on a show called Streets of San Francisco. He was a detective. So he's right at home here, he's yeah. happy enough. So people would know, oh Michael Douglas, San Francisco detective. But it was a bit like a wholesome TV show. And then to see this happen, I bet it took a lot of people off guard. Right.
4: But I think also at this time, he was like, of this genre, he was the king of the genre. Mm-hmm. Fatal Attraction, himself and what, Lane close, so like. close, yeah. So he was the leading man that movie. And now this is the next big thing, yeah And straight away You know you got the, the Michael Douglas who plays That type of part Yeah Which a lot of men Can probably relate to You got the slicked back 80s hair yeah. When I think of
0: the 80s I think of Michael Douglas And like Wall Street and stuff
4: Yeah Gordon Gecko. Yeah under yeah. that Yeah
0: So they, he arrives And he's the detective And the crime scene It's like a movie crime scene Where like a hundred people Walking around mm-hmm. Knocking into each other No CSI shit Just fucking Pick up anything throw it around, have a sniff of it, you yeah. know, doesn't matter. <laughs> and then my favourite part is where one detective was like, there's cum stains all over the bed. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> I wrote that in my notes, yeah. 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 cum stains.
4: There's cum stains all over the sheets. He
0: says there's cum all over the bed and he like, puts on a special light and they show cum all over the bed.
4: And it's, it's everywhere. It's come <laughs> everywhere, like like he didn't he, ever
0: wash the sheets. There's come like fucking, it's like a bomb job. <laughs> and and there's like they're all crowded around and they're like
3: yeah, mm, yeah it's a lot of come. <laughs> Aren't they like
4: nice? He's like man, yeah, he did well, yeah. Yeah. Oh the, the group of lads there, you got Gus, the big guy, yeah. And you got like a few other inspectors and whatever and. They're just having banter, like they're going into. They're this banter. Awful yeah. murder scene. This guy's been massacred, and he's like, "Oh, gee, geez, you know." Yeah. The banter around the place, and I think someone makes the comment of the cocaine.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. they got they go through this whole CSI thing looking at cum stains, but really, and the writer admitted as much. He said, "Yeah, if you really think about it, the movie doesn't make any sense at all because her DNA." Person DNA would be all over that bed, mm. so mm-hmm. the case would be solved in thirty seconds
3: flat. Was DNA in like, properly in ninety one? by ninety two? Yeah, definitely, oh, yeah. absolutely.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, that ruins that. He, all right. I mean, the writer admits <laughs> the He's
3: he's just like, <laughs> just ignore it, just. You know, yeah. go with it because yeah. it's a movie. I mean, all the all the lads are picking up shit anyway, so everyone's doing it. Michael Douglas
0: is going around touching everything, yeah. pressing buttons. He puts but, on the radio. He turns on and the, and the radio.
1: on everything. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sorted.
0: So, so the next scene, he goes out to meet Sharon Stone for the first time. They drive out to the coast, San Francisco. A lot of eerie music. Mm. And if anyone's ever seen the movie Vertigo.
4: Yeah, I've seen
0: it. No. Nope. This movie is like a rip-off of Vertigo. San Francisco, detective, becomes obsessed with a blonde woman. The whole movie is like a rip-off of Vertigo. And... Okay, it's a sexy rip-off of Vertigo. A lot more sex. A lot more. If anyone's ever seen Vertigo, you'll see a lot of Vertigo in this movie. Anyway, he goes to meet Sharon Stone and she doesn't even stand up when he meets her. She's sitting in the chair, happy as Larry, smoking away and is like just got this whole attitude of I'm way too good for you and like <laughs> I'm way out of your league which she's like the ultimate like femme fatale she's like
1: mm.
4: do, do you know what a femme fatale is yeah I, I think in a lot of movies it's yeah. another, another movie that I watched recently called vampires
0: yeah well vamp is another kind of word yeah
4: so it's like you're kinda of an evil powerful strong yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's in movies the way uh, It's a, like a cliche in movies That there's a hot blonde woman And the main character Gets involved with her And knows it's gonna be bad And he goes along anyway And you know he's doomed or whatever Or it's gonna end badly But she's so sexy that he can't resist mm-hmm. And that's like the fem- there, yeah. That's the femme fatale That she's, <laughs> she's bad news But she's too good to pass up And so he goes on with it anyway
4: It's like fucking okay. Adam Eve Biting the apple That you're not supposed to bite like you know? It's not a new Temptation m- It's not a new thing Yeah, yeah. It's, in, it's been in movies for a long time Stories for a long time But Sure Just exploits the flaws that we all have It's easy to have It's easy to go through with the flaws And doing the things that you don't want to do through a movie Than in real life It's just good to explore through these kind of things mm. Well this movie.
3: <laughs> yeah Okay <laughs> That's the bit.
1: And, and yeah <laughs> What?
0: <laughs> this movie anyway Is super on the nose Because like before These movies had to Kind of skirt around the edges Because you couldn't show sex But in this movie It's full on And she says like I wasn't dating The man who was murdered I was fucking him mm. And your man mm. is like Oh right
4: Yikes And Goss is like Ooh Yeah Too yeah. rich for my blood
0: They go to counseling, And we meet uh, Beth who's another major character, who is his psychiatrist. And we learned they had a sexual relationship. And she's mad into him. And he doesn't give a shit about her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, it's like he doesn't he's not interested in the person who wants him. He's interested in the dangerous, blonde, scary, unobtainable woman.
4: You know, he probably prefers the chase than yeah. having
0: it. I mean all movie's about this guy who just makes the wrong call. All the time, mm-hmm. constantly. What sour. have you
4: there? Like looks it, or something?
2: Orange gin. Do you want to taste a bit of it? Orange gin. Yeah, it's orange blood orange.
4: Gin. I heard of pink gin.
2: Our tonic is flat. Adrian, likes to open bottles.
3: <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> well, that's a new thing. Though.
2: It's tasty though. It it's is like actually,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, sorry. Okay, okay. so. All right, so now we've got we've just got everything established. So we've got the scene is set. Yeah, we've, we've got a murder. We don't know who did it. We think it's Sharon Stone. In fact, they really hit you over the head with it that it's Sharon Stone. Mm. Uh, then we got Nick, who's the cop trying to solve the case. He's got a psychiatrist woman and a partner who's a bit of a fucking dumbass, really. This big guy Gus. Gus, yeah. Anyway, he's got a psychiatrist. <laughs> he's so we, a comic
4: relief, really.
0: He's not much comic relief, though, in my opinion. He's not that funny.
4: Okay. <laughs> Maybe a bad comic relief.
0: Yeah, all right, fine. Like, he's all right. He's I've, not... seen, I've seen a lot worse. Uh, anyway, and he's got the psychiatrist, and we learned that Nick uh, is being investigated by internal affairs because when he was undercover, he shot some people. He may have been high on cocaine at the time. We don't know. We don't know what the story is with anything, really. And I think, Sonia, this was... You've seen up to this point, have you?
2: Yeah, kind of. I mean, I I kind of missed the first. Oh right, You, you missed the
0: first bit, okay.
2: Yeah, so I've seen kind of like just over half of the end.
1: Mm. Half of the <laughs> end
2: <Yeah. laughs> No, I mean like, uh, like I think I watched like a hundred, like a hundred an hour and like ten minutes of it, and it's a long movie. Like it's nearly it's, it's, two, two, it's two two hours two five hours. minutes
4: or something like that.
2: Crazy. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Crazy. A Lot of movies
3: are two hours. <laughs> I know. You, I don't have that intention. You spent. saw the main bit though.
2: The yeah. Thing
3: we're I was about to
0: get to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's the next scene is the famous scene and the most infamous scene from the whole movie, which is the interrogation scene. The Fanny.
4: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, she plays Yeah, with the with that guy from Seinfeld. What what's his? character?
0: Wait, Wayne Knight is the character. Is yeah. the actor?
4: He's like not Seinfeld. Newman. He is in Seinfeld. No, he, is. He, is. he is.
3: What? He's downstairs. Newman. He's like Newman. You you can you can scrap this. No, you know who we're talking about—the guy Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah he's not um, in Seinfeld.
4: He is. Yeah, he's in Space shot. Have you across. ever watched Seinfeld? Yeah. He's in like most. Exos. Are
2: Cheers in Seinfeld like no. linked? No,
4: that's Cheers Fraser. and Fraser. Is
2: he in Seinfeld? Oh, I had
4: that. We were watching Seinfeld. Newman. the other Newman, Kramer, and Newman are always up to shenanigans. Are oh, they? Sorry. Yeah, he's
1: definitely. In-
4: Hello, Newman. <laughs> I don't know. They're
3: deranged. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. <laughs> Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. <laughs> Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. Damn you, Seinfeld. (laughs) You useless pustule. Steven
0: Spielberg watched this movie and he stayed until the end credits to find out who this guy was. So that, because he liked him so much, he wanted to cast him in. Jurassic Park, where he was killed by a uh, Dilophosaurus, I believe. (laughs) Very good. Back to the dinosaurs. I was obsessed with dinosaurs when I was a kid. I could name
3: every dinosaur. We know this from the Dinosaurs podcast we did. Remember? Oh, yeah. We did a podcast where we talked about dinosaurs for about three minutes.
4: Well, three minutes isn't that long.
3: But it was labeled the Dinosaurs podcast. It was three
4: minutes long. All oh,
3: right. Well, that's 100% I, I a hundred percent of the podcast.
4: I know about dinosaurs, but I can do more in three minutes.
0: Do you remember that dinosaur that had like really sharp thumbs, and they used kill kill animals or kill dinosaurs with <laughs> thumbs? No, you don't know this one. <laughs> he thumbed them to you? He thumbed them like.
4: He used to stick so the They were thinking that he was like, having a good time, <laughs> yeah. and then BOOM! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Exactly! <laughs> like, yeah. hey, I like you, thumbs yeah, up!
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I oh, shanked him around the neck, yeah!
4: <laughs> what are they called, like talons of birds and stuff? That freaks me out! <sighs> oh yeah! You know what, what's that bird dinosaur? A raptor? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Philosopher? Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl! Pterodactyl! That's
4: yeah, the yeah. one, yeah! Oh, one of those coming at you! <laughs> <laughs> Never
0: came out as <laughs>
3: It wouldn't happen <laughs> We are so far off We're having to finish this Right, anyway <laughs> that We'll just fly through it We
0: got to the interrogation scene Yeah Sharon Stone is brought in Her name's Catherine I'm going to start calling her yeah. Catherine Instead Catherine. of Sharon Stone yes, 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 yes So Catherine is brought in by the police And she sat down And she's like I don't need a lawyer." And everyone's like Are you sure? And she's like No, no, I got this mm-hmm. So straight away you're like What's she yeah? She's a bad bitch Yeah So she sits down, and it looks like all the lads—they're all crowded around her—and they think, "Oh, we'll just bully this one." And she toys with them. She like completely flummoxes them by being super confident and super sexual. Like she is the most famous scene is when she uncrosses her legs, and everyone can see Mm. what's there. What's there? (laughs) I don't need to spell it
3: out. Well, exactly. I just want to know what word you're going to use. The foof?
0: The unspeakable. When I was really young, uh, it used to be called a bacon body. <laughs> <laughs> it's what... Holy <laughs> shit. That's what people <laughs> call it. That's the best, there's that's what I've always heard. Have heard you ever
2: before. seen the vagina monologues? No. no. There's a scene at the very start of it, it's like the introduction that like, the vagina monologues is like a bunch of different monologues that each play like decides what sections of it it's gonna use. And there's like a section at the very beginning where it's like, these are the words that we use to describe it. And it's like, intense. It's like, the box, the gooey ooey. Gooey <laughs> ooey, gooey
4: ooey. There are enough settings. All these really
2: things, it. do you know, great play, but... I never got the box. There's plenty words, bacon body. I never
4: the understood box. the box. I heard I heard of it being known as the box.
0: Yeah, I have too, but I, heard yeah, I, heard, yeah, I, just I know. don't know why. I don't know why. It's a New York thing, The, the thing. oyster is a good one, I like that. <laughs> I can understand oyster. <laughs> box? It's <laughs> not square. Well, anyway, um... She completely flummoxes them here. She puts them all under pressure. And, you know, some people are... There's a bit of a debate over whether Catherine could be considered a feminist
4: icon. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Look, yeah, she she comes across as a strong woman in some senses, but uh, what she does is she's actually privileged and she attacks men where we are weakest through sexuality, through innuendo. It's where... They really, you know, can cut across, and then she pushes on Nick in that scene. Oh you yeah, know? she, she marks Nick. Yeah, she marks Nick. Hey, do you want a cigarette, Nick? And Nick is fucking walking she, back and forth to the water. He's starting to freak out a small bit, but trying to play it cool. She
0: knows all about she Nick. She knows as well. how
4: to push the buttons.
0: And that's another thing about her is that she seems to know everything about Nick. Mm. For like, he says anything, mm. she knows he's. Not a smoker, or that he's giving up smoking and giving up drinking, and, and the cocaine, and, and the, and the previous thing, and the wife. So she knows
3: everything. So she's like super yeah. scary to them. She's even calling him Nick. So yeah, interesting. I just have my notes. Twenty-seven minutes. Flips interrogation and chills, Fanning. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: I think just so you know,
3: winter. Fast forward next time. Yeah, twenty-seven <laughs> minutes.
2: <laughs> there's um uh like a thing I was reading about it that's like it's almost turning the cat and mouse game. On its mm-hmm. head. And mm. you actually mentioned it there, uh, Mannix, where you kind of said that it's like she's exploiting the only thing that men have. And I find it interesting you're saying strong female character. Mm. I just wonder, do you have an example of a strong male character in comparison? Do you know, it's kind of one of these ideas that at the time maybe with these films, it was such an unusual concept for a woman to be so secure. And so confident in her position that she would refer to her as a strong female character as opposed yeah. to female. And when it comes to the the sexual aspect of it, is that the only thing that she has in terms of, like, I mean, when it comes to sexuality, it catches you so off guard mm-hmm. that a female would be so, like, that a woman would be so, I hate saying the word female, that a woman would be so <laughs> um, direct in that sense because there's kind of this idea that they're very obscure mm-hmm. when it comes to sex and yeah. that it's a case of that's why it was so off-putting and that's why she is so strong and so intelligent with how she controls these men in a room that she knows exactly what's going to get them and what's going to exactly. catch them off guard whereas like she can she doesn't have this brute force she doesn't have mm-hmm. any of this power or authority that uh, a man in a similar position would have
0: yeah Cause, Absolutely Cause like historically if a woman on screen in movies is shown to be secure with her sexuality or seem to be aggressive or uh, confident, she's the bad, she's a villain, she's someone to be scared of mm. Like in all these movies, going back to like the 40s, it was like she's dangerous and she's like temptation for the man She's not, it's not about her, she's like something dangerous for the male character to either avoid or go towards or that kind of thing
1: Yeah
4: Spotlight was always on the male character, and 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 what the woman would do to the male character. But mm-hmm. this time it, it was turned around one hundred percent. And the the
0: cat and mouse game is like who's chasing who. It's like that's constantly through the movie. It's mm-hmm. like is she after him or is he after her? And murder, mystery, that kind of stuff. And you don't. And especially later on in the movie, where you're like, is she even a killer, <clears throat>
3: or are we just assuming the worst about her just because she's. I I think at this point She has basically summed up The plot of the movie though Hasn't she Because It's like That murder uh, Was described in a book That she's written yeah, yeah. And she's like Oh I'm writing another book Where a detective falls in love With a woman Like the wrong kind of woman And Mm. she kills him So even before this You're like So we can expect Him to fall in love with her And she's going to kill him
4: And he knows it's coming But it's the thrill of He just can't get away and I think it's crazy meets crazy with the two of them and it's a little bit like...
0: Well a lot of times they reflect each other like literally, they do the exact same things that the other person does. Yeah. Yeah. Well anyway, this is the most famous scene and it was also the scene which I think people said they wore out their VHS tapes trying to pause it.
2: they burnt them, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, you couldn't return a copy of, v- of a VHS of uh, Basic Instinct back to like ExtraVision because people had worn out that section <laughs> and that was real. That was actually her... I'm gonna get Was well, that still debatable, no?
4: No, it wasn't. Is that bad. real? Yeah. yeah. It's They're... weird enough watching a movie like that with another lad next to you. I read um,
2: okay. an article about how um, like, the, the director and Sharon Stone have very different stories as yeah, to I what happened there. Yeah, I read that as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, they didn't use any body doubles in this movie either, by the way. Uh, we see Michael Douglas's fucking lad out. Like, si- we see it silhouetted. Mm. Yeah, I was uh,
3: disappointed. I heard that it was there, but I only saw a silhouette.
0: Well, I mean, you still see it, though.
3: I know, but I would have liked some football. But
0: anyway, I mean, everything in this is thin, which was unusual at the time, although they did have to wear special, like, um, pads because of AIDS. Right. Yeah, because... Yeah. Okay. I mean... Uh, I keep bringing this up, but, I mean, it's hard to, for us to imagine now, but, like, in 92, AIDS was, like, the big scare. Freddie Mercury had just died, I think. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah, I yeah. Think, was it 92? Yeah, it was 91, I think. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason, like, I'm not allowed to actually uh, give blood because I was born in England at that time mm. when things were, like, really blah, blah, blah. I think they might have changed the rules lately, but mm. at that time, it was... Yeah. 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 It was
3: like the pandemic. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, she has to be taken home and specifically ask Nick to take her home. And uh am I reading too much into this that they drive home in the <laughs> pouring rain? Am I saying too much in that? No. no. It is fucking lashing when like they're in the car together. Yeah.
4: Look. I mean, it's San Francisco. It doesn't fucking rain there, like, so...
0: I mean, yeah, they didn't... It didn't happen by accident. They didn't accidentally... Look, it's suggestive
4: That's how... (laughs) That's that's what it all is. (laughs) You know what we're talking (laughs) about. It's the shadows and the shading and the direction. It's just... It's brilliant.
0: Yeah. Anyway, after this, he starts drinking again. Mm -hmm. uh, And he's getting hassled by this internal affairs. And we get this subplot about the internal affairs agent Mm -hmm. and him. and. After that, he goes with his shrink. His shrink actually intervenes and saves them Again, the brunette woman. This movie's a blonde supremacist movie as well, by the way. Like a lot of these movies, they all share a theme where like the blonde woman, like Vertigo. You haven't seen Vertigo, so it's hard to talk about. But Vertigo is all about this guy who becomes obsessed with a blonde woman, and then becomes obsessed with turning a brunette woman into that blonde woman, making her dress like her, dyeing her hair. A lot of these movies, Follow that theme of trying to turn a brunette woman into a blonde woman. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, I don't know why, but this is what happens in a lot of these movies. And he starts, tr- like, trying to treat the brunette shrink. Like, he, he okay. takes out his fantasies on her. Yeah. With the blonde one. So they go back to the apartment, and he, he rapes her. Like, I mean, it's, it's, a, yeah. rape, it's a rape scene. I wrote that down. It's a rape scene. He it's rapes a fucking past. rape
4: scene. Like. Yeah, and we don't know... It started off. It starts
0: off consensual, and then she's like, Uh, (laughs) "No." Because he's already
4: after drinking that night for the first time in whatever four or five months, as Mm -hmm. he said, and he's he's let loose a little bit. And they obviously had a prior sexual relationship, and he he goes for it, and 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 she was all for it until like he pushes her and really like there's a seat, there's 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 a shot once he pushes her onto the. Couch. yeah and then the shot is there looking at her face and his face and his the hair is a bit down and you can kind of see a bit of psychopath within him he's
0: like another in the scene yeah and at this point in the movie I was like <laughs> I'm not really on this guy's side <laughs> who's the good guy no. who's the good <laughs> yeah. person
4: here I don't know who the root for your one had, had, had pushed him and I think he's obviously a weak guy and he's got like you know he, 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 he takes on negative platforms in, addic- in addiction Drugs, drink, yeah. women, blah blah blah, uh, comes out. Messy, 100%. Mm.
2: Yeah, I think like for a lot of it, there's like, did this age well? And for a lot of aspects in terms of basic instinct, I do think that you could still watch it to this day and find it enjoyable. Mm. But that scene in particular, I think there's like a, a concept that like consent, it requires like consistent yes. And that it's like just because they had a sexual history and they had had sex before mm. doesn't mean that she was okay with every aspect of yeah. it. And even though I think kind of towards the end she kind of starts to get into it, that or something, happens in all
0: these movies. It's like in Bond movies where it's like the man rude. forces himself on the woman and she's like, no, 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 no. And the man just has to keep going because eventually she's <laughs> going to like it.
1: all these so,
4: movies yeah, and that sets up such a false pretense to whoever's watching if you're not in the fucking right mental state you're gonna think that's the right thing to do when it's not and like that woman in this movie um, clearly says I like, know or stop one of those words in the middle of it but he doesn't so like these days like, like it, it can't be done mm-hmm. you know yeah. like, you, like first of all you couldn't produce a movie like that Yeah, 100%
2: could. A lot of it you could. You could do not, most not that of it. Scene. Not, that scene. not that
4: scene.
0: Well, it's, I mean, Paul would, Verhoeven a lot of the time, he's got scenes where you're kind of like, I don't know how to take this in a lot of his movies. Starship Troopers especially, which people took as like a pro-war movie, but is actually making fun, or not making fun but satirizing people who think this is okay. Mm.
4: Young people from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future.
1: I'm doing my part.
3: I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part.
1: I'm doing my part too.
2: (laughs) They're doing their part. Are you? Join the mobile infantry and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship.
0: A lot of people didn't get that, and he was like, "I can't believe Americans are so dense that they they think (laughs) that that they don't get irony, or they don't get you know anything less than what is presented to them. They Mm -hmm. can't get anything less than the surface level." But Nick is the hero in this movie. Nothing really changes. Nick is still our guy in this movie going forward. So we're still like, yeah, we're with him through the movie despite this. And the next day, they wake up the next day together. And she's like, You were never like that before. Instead of being like, I'm going to the police. (laughs) Or like, (laughs) I don't want to hang, you know, I don't want to be around you. Because she keeps coming back to him after this. Yeah. Like,
2: I feel the difference between kind of if you were to film that back then, obviously, and if you were to film it now, like, Manix, you're kind of saying it, it wouldn't really fly. I think it's more so a case of the film wouldn't continue to portray nick mm. as the hero yeah that mm. that connor is kind of saying yeah. it would kind of be more neutral or at least yeah. less interested in oh
4: him. yeah i think if they had a movie like that now and they wanted to portray him as a hero they would not include that scene mm.
0: Mm. another thing that we haven't really but talked it, about
4: it does like it brings into it a weakness the guy is weak the guy's flawed. But well, he's a
0: psycho, yeah. I think it actually, you know, it does portray him as being a bit of a nutter yeah. through the whole thing. Even though at the time they would have said, oh, that's like, that's a deal breaker today, obviously, if he's racism. But at yeah. the time, people were like, he's just a bit psycho, he's unhinged. That's what they were going for. That's just another aspect of it. Another, she thing, did want a bit of rough and tumble. She did?
4: She did want a bit of rough. I don't it think she
0: did. I don't
4: know. Oh, no, she, she? Uh, at the beginning of that scene, I think she liked the bit of and hundred percent. She right.
2: was into it at first. She was. She yeah, was, but then right. once she kind of said no.
4: Well,
0: when she started saying
4: no,
2: was, you're say, like, yeah. 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 That's he, when it's he brought
4: like, her back to the wall, and I think he freaked out, yeah. and then brought her over to the couch, and then she was like, "What's going on?"
0: Mm, yeah. Um uh, Another thing that we haven't actually talked about is that. uh there's a character, Roxy, who mm. is the like bisexual, lesbian, bisexual mm. lover of Catherine. Yes. And while this movie was being made, it was protested every day when it was filming in San Francisco by the gay community and the like lesbian community because they heard about this movie, then it obviously mm-hmm. because it was being made. And they were like, This is another movie which is if you're bisexual or gay or lesbian. You're a fucking crazy person. Which does happen in this movie. Because yeah the, le- the, the lesbian lover. Turns out to be like a super jealous. Crazy person. Who tries to run a nick over in the car. Yeah. And yeah. they were protesting. They brought signs to the movie premiere. Saying uh, spoilers for the movie. And stuff. <laughs> trying to get people to see it. I think in the end. When they saw it. They were actually. I think a lot of people were okay with it. Even though at the same time. It does continue the trend where if someone's a lesbian in a movie, they're a nutter Mm -hmm. at this time. Like, if you were a lesbian in a movie in the 80s and 90s, you were going to stab someone or, like, run them over in a car or something like that. Or you were just there to kiss another woman and then move on. And mm, that happened a lot. And San Francisco has, like, a huge, like, gay community, I guess. So they weren't too happy with yet another big movie where it's, like, psycho gay people... Watch out for them,
4: yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think because it only turned on its head like late 90s is when everything stopped and changed. I think, but I think, yeah. like, if there's one movie and now, I'm not going to get into it, but Bound is such a good movie, 1996. You know, maybe we should, it's, do that, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's got two lesbian lovers. Because it's one of the best fucking. That movie was made by. Neo noir fucking yeah. erotic going
0: I haven't seen it, but I know it's made by the Wachowskis. Yeah. Who made The Matrix. Have you heard of them? Oh, yeah. Mm. Because the, they Matrix. were born men. And after The Matrix, they transitioned. They both transitioned to being women. Mm. Weird. Well,
1: sorry. <laughs> Well, the fact that they both did. That's it's pretty, funny. It's it's like pretty uncommon, Someone had I guess. to
4: co- start the conversation first. And then the other side was like. Yeah, a good idea. Because one of them yeah. transitioned
0: long be- before the other. One was a woman, transitioned to a woman okay. like, for years before the other one, mm-hmm. then, did it himself. Have you, you've seen The Matrix. Because mm-hmm. originally, I mean, when you think of The Matrix in that context, a lot of it, you think of it in the context of someone, a transsexual, pretending, or identities, and that kind of thing. Because yeah. originally they wanted a character called Switch. Probably don't remember... She was like a blonde one, in um, blonde short-haired woman in uh, the Matrix, white clothes. Anyway, they originally they wanted her to be played by a man in like the real world and a woman in the Matrix uh, or whatever. They wanted okay. to switch. And like when you look at the Matrix now, when you know that they both transitioned to being women, you kind of look at it in a different way, to being about computers and more about being. Sexual, not sexual identity, but identity in general. Mm. That's all I'm saying.
4: I haven't seen The Matrix. Oh my god. No, 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 I'll back up. I I, I haven't seen it in full.
3: Wow, okay. I I,
4: I watched about half of it maybe fucking 15 years ago.
3: They're very good. Well, I think they're very good. The last one, maybe. But I was never to be a
4: sci fi fan. Anything that wasn't. um, There's three. There's three, yeah. And
0: there's a fourth coming out.
4: Honestly, I was never a big like. I don't like things that aren't believable. Mm. <laughs> like, like Matrix. Oh, oh, oh no, hold on, no. Like, I like like. All right, this movie is a guy with flaws. It's all believable. There's no fucking superpowers and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Like for Fine. Matrix, I never really got into. Alien was a bit much for me. <laughs> as There's as well. no aliens. So like, like it, what? Like I'm just like, if it doesn't. Actually, happen if it doesn't have any relevance to
3: my life. What about horror movies? I like horror movies. But, what? Yeah, I
0: mean (laughs) like Michael Myers. and No, but you put
4: yourself in a different fucking. Okay. Different. I I understand.
3: Hey, you want a beer, or do you want to smoke some
2: pot, or we can have premarital sex?
4: Because a lot of horror movies, there's the normal family in a house. Mm-hmm. And the, the man, the woman, it's just normal life and things happen to them. And, and you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's scary. So you put okay. yourself into a different lane to watch it. But if I'm going to go and watch like, The Matrix, like, oh, oh, come on.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Not for me, really. I know it's probably a great okay. movie, but I yeah.
1: Okay,
0: well, look, just to sum up so far, we've got a murder. Uh, Nick is the detective. Catherine's a prime suspect, she's got a lesbian lover, we learn she's been writing books, which mirror the murder and that there was a replica murder at her old university, which we learn about mm. Then, Nick goes to her house and finds articles all about him and learns that she is actually obsessed with him and so it kind of flips it again, you're like, oh, who's chasing who kind of thing He ends up tailing her. She, he ends up following Catherine all around the place, like Vertigo. I mean, if you haven't seen Vertigo, half this movie is lost on you. It's really Vertigo, following a a blonde woman around San Francisco. Mm. Eventually, he ends up following her, actually meeting her at a disco. Which, um, you know when you see disco scenes in movies, like uh, club scenes, rave scenes, and you see everyone dancing, like mmm mm mm, and they all got the moves. Uh, Those are recorded in silence, usually, because they want to record the actors talking and they can't do that if there's loud music and people dancing and screaming. So when you see club scenes in movies, they're doing it silently. You you can imagine how awkward that is. Like, a load of people like...
4: So you're telling me that when Tony Montana and Scarface start chatting up you're one. More than likely, yeah. And he's like this. Yeah, it's all yeah, like there's uh, no music. Okay, okay. Well, now yeah. uh, everything has changed for me. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: He sees this one in the bathroom. This one, Catherine, the main character. He sees Catherine in the bathroom with like a man and a woman, and they're have they're like doing cocaine as well. So like this is everything, all his inner desires. Because he, we learn that he's being investigated for killing uh, people while he was undercover dealing cocaine or something Mm -hmm. and that he may have been high on cocaine at the time so like at this point Catherine is like everything he's supposed to be like tempted by or whatever and they get into the club and they start dancing together and she's with her lesbian bisexual lover whatever way they are and she leaves the lesbian lover for him to start dancing with him yeah the lesbian uh, lover Roxy is obviously not too pleased with this Mm. And we'll later attempt to kill Nick by running (laughs) around (laughs) for a car in a big chase scene Which is grand, I mean, uh, San Francisco is great for chase scenes But after this, after this uh, nightclub scene We get the sex scene, which I guess is the money of the movie This is why the movie was made for a big, raunchy sex scene Super, like, stylish With Sharon Stone and Michael Douglas get their kid off and just ride each other that's what they want to do. Yeah. I've noticed also Michael Douglas up to this point when he's having sex with people, he's mad for just grabbing tits.
3: Like he yeah, just he's goes, he
0: really, tits. like mm. he really goes hard, yeah. like just grabbing.
3: yeah. I always really think it's so weird, like when you see actors like in a movie, like. Chow down on titties. Yeah, I'm I like, what it, are you like, doing? Imagine just like acting away, and the director's like, "No, no, like bite her tit," and you're like, "I know." Ooh, and it was all choreographed right? oh, as and well.
4: And like, because that thing must, whatever scene it is, must have been done probably eight or nine times. So like, oh yeah, that
1: oh,
4: and no doubles, no doubles. So it's just no doubles. So it's like and take ten, mm-hmm. bite her tits. Yeah, and she's like, really love it. And also, I mean. I know for the
0: time it was probably super raunchy, but like, she's supposed to be like the sex god or whatever. Yeah. She doesn't seem that great (laughs) (laughs) actually. I mean, mean, she's.
3: Flynn gives her like a pass. (laughs) I give her her a seven. Seven out of ten. I mean, she's not doing anything amazing.
2: But he says she's Um, the fuck of the century. I know they say that.
0: Yeah. But like. If you watch it and see what she's doing, most of the time she's just lying down. <laughs> like, <laughs> and also, I was thinking as well—it shows him going down on her like uh, fellatio. Mm. I'd say that's the first time i that's ever seen in a Hollywood movie up to that point. Of
4: a, a man going fellatio, going on a woman?
0: On, down on a woman. Yeah, mm. I Maybe. bet that was well, the first. I can't thing.
4: recall anything prior. I've
0: yeah. never seen it before or since in a Hollywood movie. That's why it stuck out to me. I was like, I've never mm. seen. Like at the time Michael Douglas was like a huge star mm-hmm. To see like imagine Well maybe it doesn't matter so much anymore But it would be like Leonardo, I guess it doesn't matter anymore Cause Leonardo DiCaprio going down on Margot Robbie and Wolf of Wall Street I guess
4: Big scene Yeah Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But at the time you'd be
3: like wow Yeah I, I can't believe yeah, they really showed maybe that. Maybe it didn't have the effect. I do no, Maybe it's a bit of that powerful woman thing again that, like, she's not going down on him.
1: She, but she does. I, does she? In the
2: film, she does. She goes know. down on him. I think, but, like, I think it's that thing. It's like, is it almost like equals? Is that yeah. why she's seen as such a, a powerful yeah, woman? Yeah. Because
0: he's the one servicing her. Yeah. You know, not her servicing him kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, a lot of spit swapping, a lot of fingers in the in the mouth Like he sticks his fingers right in there and like have uh, you
4: washed your hands or anything, I mean coro- I'm just thinking in the coronavirus, COVID I'm, thinking coronavirus. Time. I'm thinking coronavirus, yeah Yeah but I guess there's only there's only a few like cinematic erotic shots that they can do with I know being There's only so actual f- form <laughs> he, can't, he can't just so like, like fucking So they're gonna have to move the finger in the mouth like, He puts his finger in the brunette's mouth he thing. does. He does. Yeah, he sticks fingers in the mouth of her as well. It's it's a thing. It's, 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 yeah.
3: You know that the actors must be like, Michael. Did you wash your hands? And he's like, I exactly. oh, did. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, and like, again, yeah. stuffing probably... his dirty I fingers. I know. Like this is like the early nineties. He's like, Yeah, 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 yeah. He's stuffing it down. there. in those
4: ten takes, if he goes to the bathroom and
3: wipe his butt, stick his fingers in their mouth. No, he could have. Probably, he
0: would He had a clause in his contract <laughs> that he couldn't be shown full frontal nude. Right. Uh, she was fine, like, she could show whatever, because she yeah. wasn't a star at the time. He
4: was a bigger star than her. Mm. She wasn't
0: a star at all. Mm. She was not a. Uh, this was her big break. Um, but he had a clause saying he couldn't be shown full frontal. You know, there's also a rule, a general rule that the BBC has, called uh, about the Mull of Kintyre. Have you ever heard of this? No. No. Mull of Kintyre is a piece of Scotland. It's a piece like jutting out. It's like a, a headland. Okay. There's loads. There's tons. Yeah. But one in particular is called that Mull of Kintyre. Mull of Kintyre. And the rule is you can show a penis on screen so long as it is not as erect as the Mull of Kintyre. Like as long as, it <laughs> is, as long as it is not as straight and as like. F- are you enough. serious? Oh uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. When I worked at like. When I worked in content moderation, it was like a, a thing where, when you were reviewing pictures, the things people want to get printed on the products. It was, if it was erect, reject. If it was flaccid, pass it. Exactly. Ha. Same rule in film. Yeah. You, yeah. Exactly. Like wow. you know it is?
0: You can't show an erect penis. Even to this day, uh, everything, like we've gotten less prudish with nudity in movies. Yeah. But mm. even to this day, an erect penis is a no-go in any movie. Like I,
4: watched, I watched a movie called Love.
0: Yeah, the Gaspar No movie. Mm. Yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. That, that's, European, called, that's European. That's European. That's
4: pretty European to say the least. European things. is right. Yeah. but the director is Dutch, so you know. What I mean, they um, yeah, it's 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 the full
0: hog oh, almost. It's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty good movie. Anyway, after this huge sex scene, which was the point of the movie, I like gotta say they have sex later in the movie, like two more times. Every time they have sex, you don't see much. It, cuts it cuts mm. to them lying naked with yeah. each other mm. and i'm like excuse me i hate admission to see <laughs> something other i mean yeah. i don't, I don't want to see like a jump cut to them lying yeah on the windowsill they're lying on the windowsill with each other i'm like that's a bit of an awkward position Were you're riding on the windowsill anyway it doesn't matter after this after this first sex scene he says she's the fuck of the century yeah which keeps coming up i'm like i don't was but anyway, they
4: well, she probably he, wasn't
0: really. probably not anyway. They go but, to the beach, he's delusional with himself, you know. He, yeah. he meets her at the beach, and now he's he's being a bit of a jerk, other than when he raids that girl, you know. <laughs> you know, he's oh my god, but he's well, ac- it's hard to beat that
3: one, yeah. Again, I mean, he but he's I was, a- yeah. That was bad. He's winding Roxy up and he's. Yeah, he's
0: winding Roxy up and he's, he is, he's, yeah. he's acting like hot shit towards uh, Catherine. Poor Roxy. And he's delighted
3: himself. Yeah, Catherine laughs at his writing. Yeah, she. I love that. She belittles him. Yeah.
0: Good morning. Guess uh, Roxy's not taking this too well, huh?
1: She's seen me fuck plenty of guys.
0: Maybe she saw something she's never seen before.
2: She's seen everything before.
0: Honey, I thought I'd seen everything before. Did you really think it was so special? I told her I thought it was the fuck of the century.
4: <laughs> says,
0: mm. oh, you're not that. You're not that good. A little pat on the back like, sure, sure. Yeah. You're a cowboy. When Catherine <laughs> thinks she's in control.
4: She thinks she, she's all that.
0: Yeah, this is it. It's the constant switching yeah. of who's in charge or not. Because mm. he's had sex with her now, so he's like, okay, I've been there, done that. I don't have to be afraid of you anymore.
4: Exactly. That's what he thinks. The grass is green on the other side, so now he doesn't give a shit. That's what he
0: thinks. It's yeah. so like, okay,
3: now that I've had sex, I don't have to worry. Mm. And, and she says know. that thing of, like, just because I've had an orgasm, I'm not going to tell you like what you want to yeah. know Yeah. Because he Another thinks. Another power thing. Yeah.
0: He Love thinks that. all it's sorted. But she's like, No, you're you know. Yeah. You're in over your head. And people keep saying that you're in over your head with this one, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Anyway, Is
4: she just a good looking fucking spoiled, fucking brat, really? Catherine? Yeah.
0: Well I think it's employed through the movie she's super smart and that
4: everything yeah, planned well, out yeah, since yeah. the but beginning. She's well, she didn't have to work hard, she just had to learn a lot of shit, like
2: this Is it really great for idea? women? Is it really great for women? I just think it's also oh, that no. idea that like men think they're hot shit and Michael Douglas also thinks he's hot shit so he's like yeah. fuck with the century and she's like it was fine. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. And that, 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 that line resonates. That, that's great in fairness. But does it really sell women the best possible?
3: Oh, I think so. it was 92 as well. I think it's... Pretty 92,
4: it was, it was probably progress as a time. type. Yeah, like... like,
2: she's certainly not, and that's the thing, like, are you ever... And it's the same for men. Like, it's the same in any, gen, like, mm. any gender. It's like, is this person... Like, the whole point of these films, the whole point of books and all this, is that you can't have a perfect character. You can't have someone who's perfect because then they're not relatable. Mm-hmm. So they all have their flaws, and the standard flaw, I suppose, for women is that they're... Withdrawn, and they're not accept. You know, kind of mm. they're 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 not sexual beings, unless they're with their spouse or things like that. And even then, it's not right. really publicized. But like for men, then it's like, you know, they they think they're these tigers in the bedroom. I'm looking at a picture it's of a It's tigers, the alpha so. male. <laughs> kind of That's it. Yeah. It's that yeah. alpha male. Yeah. That he, male that he's kind of like yeah. I'm... As as
0: I'm... But anyway, he meets his partner. He's at a cowboy bar for some reason. I don't know why the cowboy thing came into this. Yeah. They go to a Just diner. Just
4: some viewers in Texas. Right. <laughs> anyway,
0: look. Because usually when... Oh man, I'm going to go off on a tangent. But usually cowboys <laughs> in movies are symbols of masculinity. Especially when it's not about cowboys okay so when you have a movie cowboy. and it's not set in the west and there's a cowboy in they're symbols of masculinity and how to be a man gus in this movie is a fucking idiot and he's a cowboy and it's sort of laughing at him
1: yeah.
2: moving
0: on anyway late night diner gus is drunk apparently yeah they go away they have the car chase with roxy roxy dies they learn that the internal affairs agent has been killed they're like who did this, oh my god, he's under suspicion, Nick is under suspicion because he had problems with him, he had an argument with him. Yes. Back at Catherine's they learn, he, he Nick finds a book she's writing called Shooter, which is about him. She learns that she's just using him to write a book. That's all he, he is to him, we think. Is she actually attracted to him, is she just using him? Big question, in the movie.
2: This is that It's his nickname a shooter. lot, of, doesn't he? He gets he called, called Shooter, shooter yeah. he lot, gets,
4: yeah. by, by the internal affairs agent. Can call him Shooter for the first half hour.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah,
4: Shooter.
0: They really hammer it home. Yeah, and they hammer home as well how everything that she writes about happens.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, like what we perceive is like. The opening
0: scene. Yeah, it gives her a lot of, uh, like, she's like the author of the movie. She's determining what's mm. happening, and it suggested that she is like omnipotent and she has all the power and she's writing. She knows what's going to happen before it happens. And later in the movie, towards the end, we see this again where he finds her book. Her She just finished the book, and it says uh, the cop, the shooter, finds his partner stabbed in the elevator. It's too late. And that's what happens to many ends. Yeah, that was really meta, like because yeah. <laughs> it shows you exactly what's going to happen, and you're like, "Is this what's going to happen?" Mm. That's a lot of these uh, these noir movies with femme fatales. That's what I'm, I said in the beginning. It's like he knows it's going to go wrong, but he goes there anyway. He goes you know, with the woman anyway.
2: If I'd known where it would end, I'd have never let anything start. If I had been in my right mind, that is. But once I would seen her. Once I'd seen her, I was not in my right mind for quite some time.
0: That's what all these movies are about. You know it's gonna end badly and you know what's gonna happen, but you go down that road anyway just because yeah, you're, two, you're a weak, stupid mm. person. And that's what all these movies are about. It's these weak, stupid men, and you know, don't have time, we gotta just move <laughs> on. We're gonna be, be here all day. Is, is
4: there a scene in the movie, like. So the, the whole movie is through uh, Nick's eyes. Is there a scene in the movie, I can't remember, with just her on her own to get into her No, ev- everything's... Um, everything's from him. Everything's
0: through his eyes except for the scene where Gus is in the elevator. And I think everyone knows when you see a, a side character who gets their own screen time in the movie, they're going to die. Well when you, you away in the
4: first 10 minutes, Gus is going to die. You're
0: like, this guy's dead. So yeah,
4: he, he's when, a good... Character who's probably
0: going to die. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we learned that Beth and Catherine had a sexual relationship mm. in college, right. and the doubt creeps in. Who's you know who's the killer? Maybe it was who's Beth. Who? Is she obsessed? She's obsessed with Catherine. Is Catherine the real killer? And he's all tangled up. He's like he's after having sex with
3: everyone. Yeah, he doesn't know what's. At this stage, we're confused. Like Nick is confused. I I think that's the whole thing. Super confused. Yeah, Yeah, it it gets a bit
4: messy, and it kind of loses.
3: This is where I I lose the pull from. Yeah, I said movie loses the run of itself. I remember
4: checking how much
0: time was left in the movie. It's like twenty minutes left, and I'm like, he's going and investigating dead wives or dead husbands in like a different county. In a gas station, and I'm like, "Are they really gonna pull this together in 20 yeah. minutes? This seems like you want to yeah. start pulling things together now. Yeah, no, I don't know what's I'd
4: what. Lose it there. It shouldn't have been two hours. It's not a two-hour movie. Yeah, I mean, they were saying.
3: <laughs> and he also, he also writes her around this time as well. He can't resist those titties I have written. So. Oh, they wrote. That's that's the that's bit where she just pulls off her top. and She's like, "Lose my tits." He's like, "All right." Is that like, the
4: brunette or the blonde?
3: Uh, Catherine yeah, the boy. Oh, right, right,
4: yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway,
0: Indian Gus comes to him and is like, "I found out everything. I'm gonna go meet this person. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it all out." And he goes, Gus goes, and he gets killed. And Nick runs in and he finds Beth there. And Beth, they're like, "What? What's Beth doing here? What the fuck is this yeah. about?" Mm. And he shoots her. He kills Beth because he thinks he kills Beth close. is the killer. And mm. they're They find all this evidence that she was the killer, that she was obsessed with Catherine back in her apartment, all these articles. So you're like, okay, Beth. The story is that Beth had a lesbian relationship with Catherine in college, that she became obsessed with her and that she began imitating the books that Catherine wrote. Mm. That's basically what, up to this point, is what has happened. You're like, okay, fine. <laughs> then you get the ending where Nick goes back and meets Catherine. And they ride again, as usual, even though you don't see that much Classic And you get another call back to the very start where it's like the ice pick yeah. Is she reaching for an ice pick? They're riding, she reaches for something and it's a fake out Oh no, she wasn't reaching for anything she's
3: mm. just riding up fine.
0: They do, like, three or four fake-outs. Yeah, yeah. oh,
3: it's a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. like a real, like, build-up. Oh, I it's, build like a, up. it's like a
0: pact no. yeah. at the end. It's like, is she going to kill him? Oh, no, she's not. Is she going to kill him? They do it so many times. You know, I thought it was alright. Because I was like, I really don't know.
3: You were falling for it every time. Because <laughs> they did so many times. I just really didn't
1: know. <laughs> this time
0: she's going to kill him. Pause I was like, Damn. surely she's going to kill yeah. him now. They wouldn't do it another time where she reaches and she's like, no. Yeah. In the end, uh, she doesn't kill him. They lie in bed at the end. It seems like the case is solved that Beth was a killer all along. And Catherine is innocent. And then you see, at the very end, the camera pans down and sees an ice pick under the bed. Which, obviously, implies Catherine
3: Yeah.
0: Well, that implies that she was thinking about
3: killing yeah. Nick. And she possibly will, like, yeah. after she, the credits. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But, um... Yeah. I, I thought it was really interesting that like we were told the plot at the very start. They give it away to you. They're told you're told the plot at the very start. And the same as Nick, as things go on, you start to question it and you start to think maybe it's Beth, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Yeah. And then at the end you're like, Oh fuck, it was Catherine the whole time. Like they tell you at the very start. It is still, Catherine oh, is the, like that in the movie, though. Yeah, it's, it's like great. That's and that's it, it, yeah. the fact that it makes you question yourself and at the end you're like Shit, I knew all along and I said to question myself. I think, exactly, but like, I think it's interesting.
4: But that that's the one emotion that like is like the best thing to put in a person, making someone question themselves. Mm. It's fine to try and predict a movie and blah blah blah. You're trying to make a mistake, but to be at the beginning of a movie and the beginning of a story and say, Oh yeah, this is this yeah. is how it ends, this is the person But if a movie can actually make you question your own thought, yeah. then that does its purpose. No, maybe it was too long, a little bit drawn out at the end and blah blah blah. Yeah, there's but a few bits that could be. Yeah.
0: They have four like twists in the span of about thirty seconds at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And that was <laughs> Which is I, a lot I,
4: in the nineties someone moved did that. Yeah. You know?
0: Look, the movie was a huge hit. Uh, Michael Douglas, his father Kirk Douglas attended the movie premiere Still alive by the way No, he died recently actually okay. He oh. died like two weeks ago, like a month ago
3: <sighs> Okay
4: but well, He was like 95 He was like
3: 100 <laughs> and something yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> imagine, oh, he was he, 75 He was at Ben
4: Hur, wasn't he? Uh,
3: Spartacus
1: Same thing
0: Yeah, anyway Imagine you're 75 yeah. year old Imagine you're Michael so Douglas <laughs> I uh, It's fine but imagine You're Michael Douglas And your 75 year old father Comes to see this movie With your schlong out With your schlong out Like full yeah. on And the whole movie Is about you Riding something Look at me dad Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Who the but fuck Michael are Douglas you? <laughs> Is the
4: king He's the king of the
0: genre It's his genre to lose Yeah is, He was in yeah. a load of these like, Because
4: It's not like he was Like the most Good looking guy Back then Like you had fucking So many Lads were good looking, I guess, yes. but he was like, as you said, slick back hair, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Working man yeah. who had a tendency to fall victim to what he shouldn't have.
0: Well, the whole movie is about like a guy who thinks he's great and is actually really fucked up internally. Yeah, yeah
2: like... I don't know, I always think about, do you know like that scene when he first goes back home with her in the club? Yeah. What was the intention there? Like I feel like, is he still working? Does he think that he's gonna get murdered and there's Mm. proof? Like the whole time I was watching that I was like, surely be to God, he has like a note at home that's like, I've gone home with this person, this, that and this. Like he can't be as stupid and like pig-headed as he is that he thinks I'm gonna go off and write her, she can fall in love with me.
4: But let's also, like, understand of his mindset was. Like, he was, he had drugs, his wife killed himself. He yeah. had nothing. And he wanted something. And this thrill, this woman, this blonde, that enthralled, he couldn't walk away. And he kept going. <laughs> he didn't have anything else to live for. You
0: know what I noticed in movies as well, these, just in general detective movies, it happens in this movie as well, these detectives always have notebooks and, like, notepads. Where like they're constantly checking it. Yeah. The lad you see it in this movie. He has like two names written. in it. yeah. It's like and he's checking it. He's like, oh yeah, uh, Hazel Dobkins. Yeah. I'm like, could you not remember two names and not have not have to write them down and check <laughs> it, yeah. it? Yeah. constantly? That's just a small pet peeve. Uh, like Lenny equals
3: white. Yeah. Yes.
0: Exactly. <laughs> a bit of trivia about the movie. It was originally written. Nick was originally written as a lesbian woman. So she oh. she was supposed to be a woman, lesbian be, woman detective who becomes. In, I don't know if she was intentionally supposed to be if she was intentionally originally mm. a lesbian. Hmm. If it was suggested she was a woman who becomes attracted to Catherine, that's a good movie. That would have been you know a lot more interesting. Probably ninety two mm, probably wasn't ready. Possibly yeah. Um yeah, because I guess they wanted to make a commercial movie and they wanted you oh, know yeah. the man and woman.
4: They had to make money.
0: They oh, want that to that's mean, a good movie. Like a, This is a movie a to
4: make one. Woman can't help but be attracted to this other woman who keeps putting them on like, oh, that's a good movie. Put it down. I'll start it down. You'll start it. You can't,
1: yeah. Put a week <laughs> the, the lesbian detective. <laughs> Sean <laughs> Max. With the, with the beard. Sean <laughs> <Come
0: on, laughs> Okay.
3: Well. Did know. anyone know Connor knew so much about movies? <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, had reason. Reason. <laughs> I had an eight thing. Yeah, uh,
4: hand eight out of ten. What's just a hypnosis? Uh, well, I give a seven as an erotic thriller, not, yeah. as, a, not as a movie. Okay, in general.
3: I'd probably give about the same as at, for what it is, maybe seven and a half. I'd even go for what, but, yeah, okay, but For like, what it is, like eight, like so at, like at eight. the time, seven and a half, eight, but now to watch it, I don't know. There's a lot of problems watching it now. Six, yeah. five, or something like that. Sounds...
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it, I have to say. I think a, I think it was definitely, for when you think about the time that it was made and you think about the character, if I was to put a number on it, I mean, of the movies that I've seen recently, I know for sure, it's definitely higher up there. Hmm. I would put it, like, I would probably put it eight. Yeah. I would mm. put it eight for me. I just thought it was... Yeah. really it's, well done I like the ending I just thought the ending was kind of it was kind of up in the air because do you know they're talking about like oh so how is the ending working for you and he goes on about kind of like oh do you know they fuck like minx and they have yeah, uh, they he, have rugrats they ask him about
0: how you think the story should end they ask him in the movie yeah mm-hmm.
2: And I liked that. I thought that was really good. And then she's kind of like, hmm, I don't really like Rogue And she's yeah. reaching out for the, she was reaching she, for the ice. She rejects
0: and, children. She's like, I don't want to have kids. You know, I'm
2: yeah, not interested. Yeah, that's like, so unusual for the time as well. Yeah, for the time, yeah, well. for the time in, 100%. Yeah, yeah, and like, even now, like, I think it's still a bit unusual. Do you know that kind of thing? And I think kind of, I think the whole ending is like, will she eventually kill him once she gets bored with him yeah. or is this it? Like, are, has she defied her own story? Do you know? Like, these are the stories she's writing for herself. This oh, is her life story. And has her. she? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. is she still the wrong woman or is she still, like, do you know, has she gone against the grain of her own story? The yeah. old story that she's written for herself. It's
0: all about, well, she's toying with all the men in the movie but also the movie is toying with the audience saying oh we're going to tell you this is what's going to happen this is what you expect to happen but we're going to go the other direction Mm. but we're actually going that direction but we're not going that direction and Mm. and you really don't know what to make of it at the end i mean it knows what it is it knows exactly what you expect from it and it's playing on your emotions constantly
2: yeah manix what's your opinion
4: um yeah well look i obviously love the movie um, to many degrees, I think it captivates the men and women, um, the insecurities and the wants and desires very well. And I think the both actors do very well. Sharon Stone. I thought
0: Sharon Stone was brilliant. Yeah.
4: And um, fucking Michael, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. <laughs> um, I, th- no, I think the, the, you couldn't probably cast anyone better. I think they, they got it I think the movie is probably a bit too long a little bit too many uh, fucking
1: it's left and right it's left and right a little bit
4: at the end I mean, it's a bit much but definitely the, the excitement at the beginning the first hour the I think I think they nailed it yeah Yeah.
1: The, so the I give it a out.
4: solid seven and a half as, as that genre goes I mean it, it had a lot
0: to be honest in that genre it's more like a 10 it overdid itself in that genre it's more like a 10 like that is mm. what do you expect from it does lose the run of itself no, a little it does
3: bit lose tiny bit. bit I know but itself.
0: I mean find a movie in this genre that does sure. that. True. oh True. no yeah. but Body Heat is in All okay. right. maybe we we'll watch Body Heat next
4: <laughs> like no they had the genre down to a T previous and this is such big budget they're gonna, yeah. give, they're gonna give it two hours blah 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 I think Fatal Attraction as well. Mm -hmm. Probably had Fatal Attraction took more risks than this one did.
0: Right. Well, maybe we'll talk about Fatal Attraction next.
4: Yeah, and that's what that's actually probably kickstarted a dying subgenre
1: at the time.
0: Yeah, there was a brief period, the end of the eighties and early nineties, where it was okay to show sex on screen, and very quickly people got tired of it.
4: Done with this sort of thing. Careful now.
0: But it was an interesting time period
4: when people got. Like, when we say people got tired of it, um, countries and or states stopped moved showing people it. People So then budgets were blown, and they couldn't sell movies in the late nineties. Mm-hmm. They weren't getting like license to go in certain states. Blah blah. blah.
3: Okay, let's wrap her up.
4: Okay, we'll wrap her up. Which what? is what Michael Douglas should have done. Yes, definitely.
3: don't
2: be silly. Wrap your Willie.
3: Yes, <laughs> That's a for the very start That's
1: what we're saying.
0: In the middle of the AIDS epidemic This was like a horror movie Anyway, yeah. let's wrap it up <laughs> <laughs> that, w- that was A review of basic instinct If you were able to follow this Congratulations, because we weren't <laughs> uh, It's a really hard to follow movie on its own We
4: went left and right Just like the movie did Yeah,
0: So, so it was a fair representation of the movie Thanks to Adrian, Sonia, and Mannix for being here to talk about it mm-hmm. and to listen to me talk about it for, Jesus, it's like an hour more. Good times. We might do this again with another movie and it would be much more organized next time. <laughs> I promise. Or less organized. would probably be better. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, this is the Erotic Film Review <laughs> Podcast. On the podcast, Thank All you.
1: Right. Are we going to have
3: Jack Charlton <laughs> Sure, yeah. Boom, boom,
0: boom, boom, boom,